Oye, chicos, pero here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Dreams. In the wake of grief, the patrol force learn acceptance. I want to give you these. And David bends down and takes off the chancletas. Unforgiveness. I don't want to fight with you anymore. I never wanted to fight you, Steve. Before making the difficult choice to move on and see if Eddie can revive Adnan. Uncle Eddie, I'm home. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Let's see what happens now. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hey everyone, it is your friendly neighborhood GM, John Carlo Herrera here, and today I wanted to tell you about an awesome show called Looters. It is an actual play podcast where a hilarious cast of friends go on dramatic, action-packed, sci-fi western adventures in a universe full of different factions vying for control over the Outer Rims. I love a good sci-fi western mix, the cast is so much fun to listen to, and it's played on the Stars Without Number game system, which is really fun to hear in audio. I really think listeners of Drimbus would enjoy it, so please check out this trailer, and if it intrigues you, go check them out at looterspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Alright, enjoy. Hey, we're the Looters. Hey, what's up? Looters is a sci-fi western actual play podcast using the Stars Without Number system. We're a group of friends getting into trouble all over the universe. So come with us if you're into adventure. A rocket flies out of one of these ships far behind you and crashes into the wall and blows up. There's rockets? It's Mario Kart. Crazy. Intrigue. Can I hack into the body and maybe see if they have, like, a memory data bank in their brain or some shit like that that I can access? That'll literally. <laughs> Devastating physical injury. <laughs> Just uh, take cover. Okay. She's a good pilot, everyone. Very good. Very good. She's very good. And, and friendship. friendship. New episodes of Looters out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Uncle Eddie, I'm home. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. I don't think he could hear you anyway. Oh. As you approach, you see the front door is wide open, and only the screen door separates the outside from the inside. Hold on, guys. I think Eddie might have booby-trapped. Can I search for traps, I guess? Yeah, do an investigation for me. 17. As far as you know, this looks perfectly safe. I might not have rolled high enough, but looks pretty safe. I'll go first, I guess. I'll put the cooler on Steve's back. Are you okay with holding it? Oh, all right. Yep, I guess I'm holding it. It's all right. It's not that heavy. And Steve walks with it like a like a loaded up camel. I'm just worried I might get snatched by a rope or something and hung upside down. <laughs> you push open the, the screen door, and the inside of the house is a cluttered mess. The rooms are packed with junk. A piano piled high with documents... Dining table chairs atop love seats atop a couch. Tables entirely draped in clothing of all sorts. You try to maneuver the chaos, following the loosely carved out walkways in the midst of the detritus. 
As you cross through the kitchen, you look up to see a sagging mound of cardboard attached to the ceiling. It is wet and drooping with a big danger bat guano inscription on it. You try not to think about it too hard and cross into a main room with a fireplace as Cletus crouches down to toss a rocking horse off to the side, revealing a metal hatch door. Uh, I'll go look for him in here. Anybody want to stay or come along? I'll come. Uncle Eddie. Hello. I still think he can't hear you. Damn it. I'll, I'll, I'll translate, you know, when we see him. I suppose I couldn't wait in the four-way. In the foyer? Not the four-way. <laughs> four-way sounds like something me and Cletus will be doing later. Hey! <laughs> Sorry, just trying to break the tension. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, and Cletus, you've been here many times, so you know the procedure is kind of to knock on the hatch and wait for Eddie to respond. And by the way, David, I hooked up with you in confidence. I don't appreciate <laughs> <laughs> blurting out how I, how things that we've been up to and, and whatnot. Sensei, should I start calling him Uncle David? Hey. Oh, my God. I'm just saying a gentleman don't kiss and tell. I blow a kiss at him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I do the signature knock. From under, like, a small pile of socks off to the side, you see a little camera protrudes. Hello? State your name and purpose or I'll blast you to hell. And out of, like, each corner of the room, you see these little metal barrels protrude and aim at the hatch. Wait a minute. I know what the response is supposed to be. And David crouches down and goes, Don't say it. Edna Mode and guest. What? Who the hell are you? <laughs> Sorry, I saw that in a film once. I thought How'd it would work. How'd you get in here? Hurry, I'm going to count to three. One. David, okay, I put my eyeball to the scanner, and I go, Cletus Nicodemus. Oh, the third. shit, Cletus, you son of a bitch. What? Oh, is this the patrol force? You bring the patrol force here? I did, sir. It's getting bigger and bigger by the day. Well, shit, good on you, mate. <laughs> mate. Uh-oh. And you hear, as the hatch something like wears out under it, the camera goes back down and it pops open. Steve, did you hear that? Yes, he said mate. Maybe I'm rubbing off on him. You I expect, you Cuban son of a bitch, but that guy... It's supposed to be as American as apple pie, and I ain't never heard him say mate. Oh, no. So now I'm freaking the fuck out, but I'm going to keep my cool with my shotgun. Perhaps it's a Freudian slip. I don't know. Freudian? You know him and his his women that he has over. Maybe he found a nice little oh, British not, girl. Do not mention women around. I, what am I saying? He can't hear you. I'll go inside. You know I can still hear you, right? You hear Steve? No, I hear you. I'm going inside. I'll be right there. You walk down the wooden stairs into a basement-turned bat cave. Work lights illuminate the area, and there are cork boards with red string, workbenches with documents and gadgets, and an old TV in a corner. Standing in the center of the room, with welding goggles atop his head, black overalls, white turtleneck, sleek leather gloves, thinning hair, and a pronounced five o'clock shadow, or perhaps eight or nine o'clock, is Eddie. Cletus! Uncle Eddie! Oh, God, I can never get used to that. What's up, little Stevie, Stevie boy? Where's hey, my hey. present, Uncle? Hello. I, I don't know what you're saying, but uh, any pat you on the head. How you doing, Steve? I'm good. I found out you kidnapped me, Uncle. I don't know why I asked you that question. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I dap Eddie up, give him a hug, and... Uh, <laughs> 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 Threw in a rebel yell turkey in the end there. What's up, you bastard? 
Hey, uh, uh, hi, and and he goes around, I guess, introducing himself to everyone. He goes, hi, Eddie, Eddie, uh, to Hayes, and they go, hi, Hayes. He goes up to David, hi, Eddie, Eddie. Hello, my name is David Feinstein. It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm part of the Daytona Patrol Force. Of course, I wasn't always a part of the Daytona wrap, Patrol wrap Force. Wrap it up, David, wrap it up. Come on. Oh, sorry. And I'm, uh, would you mind if I uh, just asked you, um... Do you have a bathroom I could use? Uh, yeah, right over there. And he points to a door. And David walks over there and goes into the bathroom. Okay, roll a constitution saving throw for me. It's a 20. Ooh, strongest stream you've had in months. Ah. He goes up to JT. Hi, Eddie, Eddie. Hi, wait, you're the guy who hacked my system. Like, I'd love to talk shop about you. How did you hack me? Yeah, dude, you really got to get your encryption game up. We'll talk in a second. Uh, okay. And he goes I, up to Claudia. Hi. Ed, oh, my God. There's another uh, gator. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll get to that later. Cletus, you growing an army here? That's pretty cool, actually. Anyways, uh, hi, Eddie, Eddie. Yes, uh, we've met. <gasps> what? Shit. Uh, um, and Eddie bows. Buenos tardes. Uh, you're... Ladiness. The what? When did you meet? We talked on the phone, you dingus. Cletus, calm down. Oh, my oh. goodness. They literally just had a phone conversation. So you didn't meet me. You just heard. Yeah, you said you met. Yeah, I was freaked out. It is a pleasure to meet you in persona, if I do say so myself. <laughs> persona! Uh, that's Steve's favorite game. You're going to say them all? That's my favorite <laughs> game. I'm glad you give me that as a gift. Where? Where is it? The Royale version. I don't know why that gator's hissing, but it really sets a romantic mood, don't you think? Who are you talking to? I'm talking to you, sweet cheeks. <laughs> I come out of the bathroom at this point and go, sweet cheeks, my goodness, my oh. gracious. Someone's such a flirt. Uh, Cletus, you didn't I flush see where... wash. Oh. It's 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 fine. It's fine. We're not connected to a grid. Uh, we don't we don't want uh, people to track our fecal uh, DNA matter. Well, I think he just pissed. No, no. It was a full BM. It was a nice, healthy one. <laughs> it was a very. Inter- I have to tell you, sometimes the way things go in, you would be surprised at the way they come out. Uh, but they, it was just, and it was just, it was a very interesting bathroom. It just looked like there was a little hole in the ground with a, like, kind of a chair over top it. It was very off the grid, very, um, oh, what's the, what Eddie, the can you set up a hologram for him days, to talk um, to while we talk business? Oh, well, I can't forget that. I can't, I mean, not forget. I mean, I always forget. I just can't remember the words. My goodness. Anyway, I'll just shut up because I'm getting that look from Claudia again. <laughs> and what? Uh... Enough about my balls, and he winks at Claudia. Oh no! My goodness, Eddie, come on, man. What? Get a room. You know why we're here, right? Oh shit! You brought it? I did. You had her on ice, right? I, I got, I got all this junk over here uh, that I've been stealing. I got some <gasps> good stuff, but I, I, I'm not gonna lie. It's a, it's a tall order, Cletus, but I, you know, I, I'll, I'll have a look. Yeah. Um. We'll just see. I. I I'm, I, I, I pick the cooler off of Steve, and I, and I show it to Eddie, and I open the cooler. <laughs> oh, come on, man. This ain't the first time you've seen Liquid no, Corpse shit, before. What? Oh, I'm sorry. That smell, that cadaver. Oh. oh, God. Yeah, but... That's to be expected with the dead and all. Cletus, I thought you had her on ice. What the fuck, man? We did. Uh, Tallahassee's pretty far. I guess it melted. Oh, 
God. Listen, man, I, uh, oh, I could try to come up with something, but I, I, I wouldn't even know where to start with this. Yeah, we're desperate, but um, anything helps, I guess. And Eddie closes the cooler and goes, oh, I, I, I'm sorry, ma'am. I, j- I just wasn't expecting that. I, I didn't mean no disrespect by no, it. No, uh, it, is, it is okay. I think it was, um, it was a bit of a shock for everyone, and honestly... Edward, Eduardo, I, I don't, if it does not work, it does not work. I think at this point it is more just, um... Yeah, so, I, I mean, I came to you as kind of a Hail Mary, but I also remember you was, uh, collecting parts, so... And you're pretty good with the gizmos and whatnot, as you can see. You got the whole Edna Mode security system locked down, so... Yeah, Jesus, man. Or, if you can't do it, do you believe the Florida man could? Huh. Well, Cletus, I, I mean, I, f- I feel like you got a better idea about what the Florida man can and can't do than I do, but, I mean, shoot, the crazy stuff we've seen, I I wouldn't doubt it. That's what I was thinking. You know, we, we don't know the scope of his power. If we can get him alive, God knows what we could do with him. You got any way you can help us do that? I, actually, I, I kind of do, man. I look back at the team and wink. Well, all right. Look, uh, I, I need you to fill me in first. I, I, you said something about uh, senator and and uh, oh, you want uh, the fix stuff that was going down in Miami. T- tell me what you got. What do you got? Uh, I figured you was keeping tabs on us the whole time. Not gonna lie. Well, I was doing my best, but you know, you were pretty off the grid till a uh, kid started live streaming. <laughs> so you got that part. Uh, uh, sorry about that again. Yeah, I saw. I saw. Uh, uh, what was it? Skunk ape. Skunk ape. We got the skunk ape. Yep, I yeah. got his head. See, I told you about that skunk ape, and you kept telling me it was nonsense. But I told you, man. I told you. Uh, I mean, you know, part skunk, part ape. Come on now. But it's real. Well, it was. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, right, got the Adnama situation. Right, then we got arrested. Steve. I don't know what happened to Steve. Animal control took him. Right. Um. It's a long story. There was some gators and some drugs, and it's all right. We're here now. Steve, you're too young to start drugs. It wasn't my fault. I didn't take drugs. It was I was roofied. And I I point to JFK's head. This is your brain on drugs, Steve. Holy shit! Is that JFK? That's motherfucking JFK, my boy. I told you. Look at him. Look at my boy. I cup JFK and I bring it. Look at him, and he's so giddy. Holy shit, man. What a man. What a man. What a mighty fun man. Yeah. I think uh, I would like you to have the honor of holding such a, a great uh, member of society. Oh, my. It would be the honor of a lifetime. And he, he uh, bows down like t- he genuflects. He takes a knee. Cletus takes the JFK head and knights him on both shoulders. And then puts the head in his hands. Wow. Right. Okay. So we got arrested. Uh, we met this crazy Charles Manson crew. Hey. Yeah. I knew it, Hayes. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. You did. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but they ain't bad. You know, we got one here, so they're they're good. Yeah, they were cannibals. You know, they sell food truck with meat, classic, you know, human meat, human oh, meat. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, but there was good people for the most part. They helped us escape. Well, actually, Claudia was trying to kill us, apparently. She blew up the prison, 
and then we escape. All right, all right. Hey, uh, do you have any clues as to uh, Florida man whereabouts, accomplices, anything like that? So where was we guys when we found Rick Scott, Lizard Scott? Oh, we were in the Ocala Forest. I have some pictures here. All right, Ocala National Forest. Right, sounds about right. So, so that was roundabouts where you uh, you were last streaming the Skunk Ape, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like we went to like a busy like a busy bee, which is kind of cool. Like it was like a bit wild, the like, busy bee. Not no, as cool. not the busy bee. Yeah, the busy bee. He's got a layer in the busy bee. Jesus Christ. And then I got like some pictures of like a corkboard going to like Tallahassee and like Orlando. All right, hold up. But did the Florida man? give you any sort of indication, anything, where he was going, or what he was doing, anything like that? We got a note that said, see you at school. I pull the note out of my pocket and I unfold it and I show it to Eddie. No shit. Is this? And he grabs it and he sniffs it deep. Oh, that's coffee. Okay, I thought it was shit. <laughs> Me too. I thought that too. And he throws that on a workbench and he goes, shit, all right, so he's right here. He's right here in Tally. Yeah. All right, uh, uh, so what, Lick, Lick Scott? R- Rizzard Scott? Uh, L- Lizzie Scott, yeah. What about Lizzie Scott? Well, okay, so what, what was the deal there? Like, what, he just turned into a lizard out of nowhere? Yeah, we found his bunker. Uh, we had, he had a whole heap of documents that, of course, he set ablaze as soon as we got there. God uh, damn, did you, did you manage to catch anything on him? Anything useful? Yeah, we, uh, JT? Yeah, I, I probably have some video footage from there, but... We kept seeing like a cork board. It was pointing to like Tallahassee and Orlando. Um, there were a bunch of like clues to Disney World. Okay, so so Tallahassee can't be a fluke that if he told you he was coming here. He's also got this lizard communication device on his head here that we got. Hold up, what? Yeah, show him JT. And I like take off the piece and I like hand it to him. Like you can talk to Steve with this thing. Jesus. And you see Eddie like looks at it like scared. He licks it a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh. Oh, shit, all right, and puts it on his temple. Steve? Uncle Eddie! Steve, you're British! Yes, quite. Well, technically I'm Cuban, but I'd say I'm British. Oh, yeah. Where's my gift? Uh Uh-huh. Steve, that's rude. You always give me a present when I visit. Yeah, uh, hold up, and you see Eddie just starts, like, frantically uh, rummaging through the garbage. And he's like, uh, uh... what I get a goddamn cater? What a, uh, I'm a crocodile. Steve, you like video games? I love video games. And from a pile of rubbish, he throws you uh, like a worn copy of Persona Five Royal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, I'm going shit. to play it in the RV. Oh no! <gasps> oh, where where is she? Where is my fake mother? I'm where? right here, the nastiest crocodile. We're gonna play a new game together. Is this like a Minecraft 2? Oh no, it is so vastly different from that. You're going to love it. I can't wait. Holy shit. Wait, so that, that's Steve's mom? Yeah. No, she's not my mother. Well, I, I very well could be your mother. I'm the nastiest. Eddie, I want a DNA test right now. Uh, you, you know what? Actually, we, we can totally do that. Um... <laughs> Before we do, wait, why'd you kidnap me? I learned that in our absence from each other. I'm getting interference on my device here. Uh, Bullshit. Oh, it's overheating here. I'll, I'll grab that for me. Yeah. All right. Anybody want this? Oh, I'll take it. Here you go. And David grabs it and puts it on. Oh, hello again, Steve. It's going to be wonderful to hear your voice. Hi, Uncle David. All right. Hold, hold up. But that is marvelous, actually. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna have to have a closer look at that, but 
So what we know is apparently, Cletus, you were right about the lizard people. We do have skunk apes, so cryptids confirmed in Florida. Yeah. And we got the Florida man running around apparently between Tallahassee and Orlando. And he's got my face for some reason. And he's got your face. So I don't know what's up with that, but he... And this note here says, see you at school. Yeah. I think we're in a good spot to... Track this motherfucker down. Take him alive. You can make him take him alive? Hell, we could try. You got any device or we just going to brute force all right. it? Well, look, I don't have anything ready, but I did gather all this junk when I was getting ready for uh, your revive situation. Ma'am, I'm terribly sorry, but I really do think that's beyond the scope of my abilities. Do not uh, do not apologize, Eduardo. It's okay. But hey, hey, uh, senora, I promete that with all of my poder. I'm going to do all I can to bring your daughter back to La Vida, Loca. But I, I, I think if we could get the Florida man, I mean, hell, even if he can't do that, he's got to be able to do something, right? So, I got all this junk here. I could, I could potentially make some modifications that might at least make our lives a little easier. Hell yeah. That's the idea I know. Uh, David. Yes? You mind if I have a look at that communicator device? Oh, it would be a pleasure. And he just hands it over. I'm going to have to take this thing apart overnight and, and really have a look at it since I'd see what I could do. But potentially, I could maybe I could replicate it, make several of them. We could all communicate. Oh, shit. Pardon me, Uncle Eddie, if I may. Can you hear me? Is it on? Uh... Testing, He's hissing testing. at me, One, so two, I'm going to put it on. Hold up. <laughs> and he puts it on. Uncle Eddie, if I may, and I'm going to waddle right over him so only Eddie can hear me. Okay. Listen, if if you really wanted to woo Miss Claudia, you should have called her Senorita. You called her Senora, but Senorita is how you refer to younger women. She would love it if you called her Senorita. She wishes she could pretend she didn't need you, but every oh, touch is ooh la la. I hate it here. I want to. That's, that's an excellent tip, Steve. And he says, hold up, Steve. I'm going to try something real quick. And he looks at you, and Steve, you hear in your head, can you hear me? Uh, oh, my, I can. Hello? Yes. Even though he's not moving his mouth. Yes. All right. Yes, yes, yes. It's a telepathic communicator. What? Yeah, yeah. I, I could talk to Steve without actually talking. Uh, senorita, don't you worry. I'm going to hook you up with one of these ASAP. Very good, Eddie. Very good. Eddie plugs it into a machine, and he starts running some diagnostics on it, and he goes, All right, uh, these are pretty small, so, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to need, but I could probably make some... Oh, my God, I almost forgot. Steve, I did get you a present. Hold up. <gasps> Another one. And he runs to a closet, and he says, I made this months ago, but, you know, after the whole thing with Cindy, I, I, didn't even, I hadn't seen you guys in a while, but I had been working on this. And he pulls out, it's a, he's holding it by like two handles. It's this weird like wireframe thing. And he says, all right, Steve, hold on tight. Uh, permission to approach? Uh, permission granted, I suppose. And he walks over you and he places this wireframe over your back. Ah! It attaches, imagine like Dr. Octopus style in uh, Spider-Man 2. Oh God. <laughs> it attaches to like along your spinal column and to your uh, limbs, like all four of your legs and your tail. And all of a sudden, you hear like some motors whir, and Steve, you can now stand up on your hind legs. Oh my god. <laughs> Hello, everyone. The weather is nice up here indeed. Oh no, now he's taller than me. <laughs> no, he's not. He's, he's, he's still very short. How, how, how long is he? I think Steve is maybe like four or five feet long. So he's like, let's say four and a half feet tall. Is this the only ability I have now? Can I do other things? Can I do a backflip? You got a whole ass exoskeleton on you, boy. Hell yeah! 
could try a backflip. Wee. I mean, you could try a backflip, but essentially what this does mechanically for you is you can now walk on your hind legs. Ooh. And this means that from now on, because you're not constrained by your turning ability, you can do like a tail whip and a bite as a multi-attack now. <gasps> Yes. We got to get you some clothes so you can walk around with us. Uncle Eddie, I do have a question about all this. Yeah. Why could Sensei communicate with me telepathically? Does he have a chip implanted in his brain? God, I fucking wish I knew the answer to that question, Steve. Hmm, me too. It's quite curious. Anywho, okay, so I, I could make some other stuff for you. Uh, uh, Cletus, I know you've been asking me to work on your shotgun for a while. Uh, I have some ideas for something, yeah? You have anything in particular you want? More hurt, please. More hurt, please. You got it. Oh, uh, we also, I got this bag of uh, crocodile, uh, allig sorry, alligator teeth, not crocodile teeth. Oh, well, shit, give me that. I'll, I'll, be I'll bedazzle your shotgun in no time. Hell yeah. Give him something to fear. And he starts looking around and he goes, all right, uh, little missy here, uh, senorita, if I may. And uh, Eddie reaches, uh, puts out his hand for yours. What? Why, why do you need my hand? What? Indulge the man, please. No, I do not know. Why do I need no? Tell me why. May I see your tire iron, please? I see that little contraption you got on your wrist. Oh, see, that is all you have to say. I do not know why you people, men are so stupid. Okay, and she puts her wrist out. Is that some sort of, I mean, he's looking at the mechanism on your wrist and the tire iron. He goes, is that some sort of magnetic actuator you got on there? Hey, yes, actually, yes. Let me see what you can do with it. Okay. I'll do exactly that. I'll throw it at a clear wall and then call it back before it hits. And just as she throws it, David sees something shiny across the room and he decides <laughs> to walk towards it. <laughs> oh my goodness, look at this fun contraption. And he starts walking across the room. And David, it clanks your head. <laughs> and flies back to Claudio's wrist and he goes, well, shit, all right. Uh, can you control direction with it? Not exactly. I, no. That's a rookie mistake, Mammy. If I may, I think I can make some changes over here. You giving her the force? Uh, it's a magnetic field manipulator. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. Can I look for a trench coat for Steve? Sure. Give me uh, an investigation. With passion. Sure. 15. You find a gator-sized trench coat. Here you go, Steve. And a little black fedora. Yes. <laughs> I need a little fedora, yes, we got, exactly. got, I got that, too. Now you can walk among us. As a yes. <laughs> I look so stylish, like those detective movies. Look at your ass. Steve, uh, while you are wearing that trench coat, you get plus one to stealth. Yes. <laughs> detective Steve is on the case. Uh, hold up, Cletus. Is uh, David over here, is he the... Uh, the, the juju voodoo man? <laughs> it's not voodoo, my friends. I practice the art of God. I simply channel what he gives me. All right. Well, David, you know, actually, uh, Cletus asked me to start working on something for you a while ago. Cletus, you got me something you shouldn't have. That I forgot about you, huh? <laughs> I'll be real with you. I don't know if it's even going to work because I don't understand the whole hoodoo, voodoo, funky magic stuff. But uh, I did some research online uh, and I, I, I did I made something that I like to call the good juju accentuator. He told me you wear a star, David, right? I certainly do. It's right here. And he pulls the, the necklace out from under his shirt and holds it up. And he clamps it into, it almost looks like a locket for the Star of David that then illuminates and it lights up almost like Iron Man's arc reactor. 
Again, I, I really don't know if this shit's gonna work because I ain't never seen any proof of existence of any of the, you know, puppet masters up in the sky. But if if what I read online is true, this should help you channel your powers a little better. Oh, wonderful. And David holds it and he just kind of looks up towards the ceiling and he goes, Are you there, God? Are you listening? What's going on? How have you been? Oh my god, David, did you get that 5G? I hear you nice and clear. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I can hear you really well too. Wow. I'll be sending you some gifts real soon, but don't you worry. Oh, thank you. And then he looks around the room and he goes, all right, great. Uh, oh shit, uh, well, howdy, uh, little man, looking at JT. (laughs) Hi, howdy. Hey, I'm going to be real with you. Cletus ain't never told me anything about you uh, other than uh, me finding your live stream. So, uh, I mean, I'll see. You, you, you got anything you want me to work on? I got some spare parts. I could probably put something together. Considering that you could hack my phone, uh, we should probably work on this. Yeah. How are you guys getting around? We have an RV. Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah, you treat him good. He's a fan of the podcast. Oh, a fan of the podcast. Oh, that's such a good podcast. Like, let me tell you. Wait, uh, and, and he, he, like, slides over to Cletus and whispers in his ear. Does he know? I denied it, but yeah, he knows. All right, all right. Well, welcome aboard, Mr. Uh, uh, JT? Uh, Sarah Serotonin. Sarah's? Wait, does, does that mean I... Oh, shit. I can join the podcast! <laughs> <laughs> Cletus, you, you, you still recording when uh, while you drive? In the back of uh, David's... Actually, no. Since we've embarked on this, I think I've been halted for a bit. Well, shit, we, you know... Consistent publishing schedules are really important for a podcast to, to remain successful. Yeah. So I'll tell you what, why don't we... Uh... JT, you navigating most of the time? Yeah, usually. All right, well, I got something experimental I could try out. I don't... No guarantees. How risky are you willing to get with your baby? Uh, risk away. All right. I got a little autopilot program I've been I've been writing. We got to see. I, I don't know how effective it, it'll be, but we'll see. Hayes, I'll get to work on something for you. What kind of weapon you packing? And Hayes produces forth Gladys. Oh, man, well, I'll fix that right up for you. Don't you worry. I'll get something special. What are you going to do to my baby? Oh, it's yours. It's yours? I was lending Gladys to Hayes because Hayes is a defenseless little person that just needed a little love, and Gladys was there to give that to them. Oh, Gladys. All right, and and Eddie grabs the revolver and kisses Gladys on, uh, I guess, the snub nose. Gladys, I'm going to take real good care of you, and I'm going to give you some serious fire power. Before you put it away or anything, like David kind of comes over and just takes it in his hands for a moment and just whispers, just remember who is your man? It's me. I don't want you getting charmed by this smooth talker over here with the nice basement. And then he hands it back. And then he goes, all right, so I guess we're just missing a little gator over here. Hello, ma'am. What, what, what's her specialty? What's she do? Oh, well, she's just kind of nasty. Oh, <laughs> well... I don't know, like a stick bomb or something. I'll come up with something. I'll She's really good something. at Minecraft. I think a labia-shaped pickaxe would be very good for her. Uh, Eddie just kind of stares at you like one eyebrow raised and then goes, all right, well, <laughs> all these toys are fun and all, but we, we ain't going to be able to do much uh, unless we got the Florida man. So, Cletus, how do you feel about a trip to 
Cafe Risque. Ooh, what we need to go there for? I mean, I'm down, of course, but like, you know. All right. Well, first of all, you promised me a trip to Cafe Risque, so I no, expect we're, uh, we're going. I expect many singles uh, uh, to enjoy myself with. Shit. But <laughs> second, since you told me you got confirmed proof about the lizard people, I uh, I decided to dig a little deeper, pick some old leads back up. Turns out our boy Marco Rubio is a frequent Cafe Risque customer. Might not be anything, but, uh, you know, there could be concentrated lizard activity in that snake hole. So, hell, hell, if we're lucky, we might just be able to snag Lizard Rubio himself. Start getting some answers. Of course, Rubio patrons Café Risqué. Why am I not surprised? Hey, that is a very elegant gentlemen's club oh it's no rachel's my friend have you ever had one of the steaks at rachel's my goodness it's delicious do you eat at cafe risque uh, well hell i always eat at cafe risque just might not be food <laughs> <gasps> i can finally go to cafe risque sensei look at me <laughs> i can finally enter the building is this like a coffee shop or? No, my little JT, little JT, I've had his head no more. <laughs> JT might have to wait in the car. <laughs> so here's my one. I, that paper says "see you at school." Yeah, I do believe they're talking about the wretched Florida state. Oh, I have no doubt in my mind. And hey, if if that's where you want to go, we are more than welcome to go and try it out. However. Uh, I, I think, you know, FM's probably big boss in this situation, so course, maybe we, t- we take some of the little fish out, get some answers, and better prepare on how to take them in alive instead of just shooting them to death. Sounds good. All right. That worked for everyone. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Yep. Get a man. All right. Well, uh, y'all are looking pretty shitty, so, uh... <laughs> How about you guys rest up and I'll get to work on some upgrades. Oh my god! That would be wonderful. I can sleep on a nice futon or even an air mattress if that's what you have. But of course, I would much prefer a nice sleep number bed size queen. Well, I don't know about sleep number, but I got about six over here. And Eddie pulls out from the wall like those... um. Are they called Eddie mattresses? What are they called? Um, Whatever. The mattresses that come out of the wall, but they come out of the wall in like bunk bed formation and he pulls out three sets and so there are six beds for people to sleep on. They're called Murphy beds. Murphy beds. There you go. Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And he goes, well, uh, I mean, I I got some work to do, but uh, I'm I'm in pretty good shape. So you guys are welcome to snooze away while I... uh, I fix you up. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And then David heads for the beds, and he's like, "I call a top bunk, and don't worry, I've already gone to the bathroom, so there won't be any showers from above." And he climbs into bed. I jump into Eddie's open cryo chamber in the corner, and I leave it off, but I sleep standing up and I close. Okay. <laughs> um. I'm going to crawl under the lowest bed and sleep under there. All right. Yeah, Claudia will just walk over to bed and she'll knock out. Wonderful. Hayes uh, takes the bed under David. David, it's like a sleepover. I know it's so much exciting. I hope nobody minds that I just sleep in my underwear. Uh, and Hayes goes, I sleep nude and rips their clothes off. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> JT just like hops on a bed and just like starts 
scrolling through his phone. And Guinevere crawls under the bed uh, in front of Steve. And as we look over this bunker in the middle of Tallahassee, we see Eddie hard at work over a table as the Daytona Patrol Force sleep soundly for the first time in a long while. The cork board with red string connecting various Florida Man news clippings has been rearranged, introducing images of Rick Scott and prominent Orlando locations. As we pan, we see Eddie's CRTV tuned into a local news station. This is Cari Lopez reporting live with OCP WH News. New details in the case of the golf course dismemberment in Miami have led authorities to believe that the suspects have fled to Tallahassee. And uh, coming over here from the Sunshine State, we have a caller here, a resident expert. Would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Yeah, hi there. My name's Eddie, uh, um, uh, Freddie, Fred, Dr. Freddie Fed, Fredward. Yeah, Dr. Dr. Freddie, Dr. Freddie Fredward, yeah. uh, resident expert here. We're talking today about uh, spontaneous human combustion. And, and I know what we're all thinking, right? Aliens. Nazi fairies. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nazi fairies is clearly aliens. Come on, man. Hey, I, now, I, I'm a lo- I'm a big fan of yours, but every now and then you kind of you, you you throw one of these uh curveballs out that m- really makes me question where you're nah, getting your sources from. That's a it's an amateur move, right? The aliens always leave as some kind of residue before every spontaneous combustion. Science has not disproven the existence of fairies and or pixies, so th- therefore, simply the well, fact. Well, that- okay, look, I I I do not think I think you are correct in the assumption that uh aliens leave some sort of residue during the combustion but what you are overlooking is the uh, the thermodynamics of the combustion and the actual chemical makeup of the residue because it actually just acts as an accelerant for the combustion turning it into a bigger combustion still how do you think crop circles happen buddy huh they abduct someone drop them back down into a cornfield and he explodes it's like it's alien fireworks but they're using humans as a goddamn accelerant being a a a aspiring level three pyromancer myself i can guarantee you that there has to be some kind of extraterrestrial evidence right the absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence you know what i'm saying i I know what you're saying but you have to understand that you are operating on the assumptions of earth-based chemistry these are aliens from the fifth dimension okay they they're they're laws you can't even comprehend them okay you are just a little grain of sand and they are the seven quintillion stars open space hanging out with the lizard folk wow well i'm sorry I, i seem to have gotten a little worked up but you know what when I get worked up, you know what always helps calm my nerves? What's that? This episode's sponsored, Dungeons and Drimbus. Mm, amen. If you head on over amen. to DungeonsandDrimbus.com slash Patreon, you can get access to tons of exp- exclusive perks, like uh, you get access to real calm and extra soothing after the show show after the Drimbus, where they expose all kinds of conspiracies about the way our reality is crafted and the fact that we're actually in a simulation being played by a bunch of people up in the sky. And they give us the names of the prophets. We got Clara Jean Kelly, Queso Loco, Jerry Benetitis, Kevin Dubberlet, uh, November Sky, and uh, don't forget mastermind of it all, Terrence Knox. He's out there. I know he is. 
I know he is. He's planning all of this. Amen, brother. Amen. And do not forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to get that free sticker. Now, back to the topic, right? Now, Nazi fairies and or pixies. Now, the Third Reich started when Hitler decided that he wanted himself to become... The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. When Kilmer accepted the job of smuggling escaped heiress Samantha Trapp across the galaxy, she expected the job to be over and done with quickly. But now they're stuck with each other and they have a job to do. Think of Automnicon as a sort of student loan company. You take a loan from them and then they own you until you've paid it off with interest. So all I have to do is pay off my debt? Fine, I can do that. How much do I owe? 900,027 credits and counting. You're stuck here, with me, to work it off. We Fix Space Junk is a sci-fi sitcom from Battlebird Productions, featuring Travelling by Cryo. Don't worry if you feel like you're drowning. That's perfectly normal. Wait, what? Aliens from across the galaxy. Greetings, visitors. Stop, popcorn! Hello, Your Excellency. AIs. Dad, how do I do air? You're already doing it automatically. Calm down. And, of course, thrilling and exciting missions in outer space. Hello, valued employees. Here are the details for your next exciting mission. You will be repairing a device redacted in or at the location redacted. Fix Space Junk is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Subscribe, consume, integrate, indoctrinate, assimilate, degenerate, and watch your body decay into a faceless husk as your mind floats aimlessly in space.